Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 the views and opinions expressed by rob black and his guests are not necessarily those of kdow or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision insightful informative irreverent we're ready 1220 kdow presents rob black in your money your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. So appreciative to chat with you about money, investing, and more. Stock market put together an impressive rebound yesterday. With the S&P 500 finishing the day nearly flat after opening down. Now, wait, wasn't I here just yesterday talking about how the whole Trump rally is ending badly because the government can't get their stuff together? Yes, <laughs> that was me. I won. He, thank you. Donald's sitting in with me today. He's going to be a guest host. I know what's good and bad. So if you have any questions for me or Donald, call 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. <clears throat> and if you happen to be that one person who wants to call and talk to Donald, there's a very good chance that you should probably turn yourself into authorities. Wrong. He's not. He's not really here. Okay, where do we go from here? The Raiders. Dun, 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 dun. The Las Vegas Raiders could be the NFL's gambling, like, switch them, right? It's kind of a big story out there today. The NFL does not want to look like they're condoning illegal gambling or gambling. We are a family friendly. We want your child to buy a jersey. But wait. There's more kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, long story short, the Raiders and the NFL are about to re- rewrite the, the rule book. The ongoing effort to repeal what's called PAPSA. A 1992 federal law that bans sports betting amongst basically anywhere in the United States except for Nevada. It's ramped up recently, so could you get a bookie and feel good about it in the United States? Or not feel like it's dirty? The NFL's view right now is that it's not legal in most states, but there's kind of a 
tickle, tickle, tickle thing going on. I'm not sure if you're with me or against me. News flow has been light today. Not a lot of big data out there. February events with wholesale inventories. Okay, okay. It's fine. There's a few items left off the economic calendar. The S&P Case Schiller Home Price Index. Um, so we'll hear a little bit about that, and I'll give you that update as the day goes on. Red Hat. Oh my gosh, Red Hat. Do you remember the day in the early 90s? Red Hat's like out there. They're like, this Linux thing is a Microsoft killer. And, well, it wasn't. Microsoft continued to make billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. Did it change Microsoft's business model? Probably. But it, it never... It never hit the way that, you know, some of the news magazines would have you think. Darden Restaurants is higher by 4%. It beat earnings expectations on inline revenue. It issued upside 2017 guidance. Um, there's not a lot going on out there. Uh, Snap trading down a little bit. Facebook launched a camera effects and stories that compete directly with Snapchat. Man, that keeps going on, right? Bring on CFP Chad Burton, talk a little financial planning, shall we? Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. Let's talk a little loaded variable annuities, annuities in general. Uh, these are products that are sold to people. They, they preach safety. They preach protection. Uh, they tend to say you don't have to invest in the crazy stock market. What are your thoughts on loaded variable annuities? Most of the promises are smoke and mirrors. So people buy these things because they talk about guarantees of 5 or 6%. So they think their principal is guaranteed, and it's not the case. It's an income for life guarantee. And because of balanced portfolio, even over this last what's decade. Different? What's the difference? Well, a principal guarantee means if you have you know 6% guarantee in 10 years, if you want to cash out and the market's fallen 20%, you're going to have your original investment plus a 6% return. You can cash in a check and walk away with your money. Okay. That's not the case. If you want the guarantees that come with a variable annuity, you have to create an income stream of retirement. And so you don't it's it's not walk away money, it's income for life money. All right. Number two, you're paying for that guarantee. The fees inside those variable annuities are often, you know, one and a half to two percent just for the insurance cost of the fee plus the internal cost of the funds that you're investing in. So loaded variable annuities often have fees of about 3% a year, okay, um, which is a significant hit to your overall portfolio in the long run. Now, I use a no-load variable annuity for a portion of my bond investments, right? but only a small portion. Having all of the money in there is going to cost you a lot of principal in the long run, and your heirs a lot of mo- money when you pass away. So variable annuities, the problem with them is that you know they're sold to people. They say, here's this great investments. I'll help you manage the money, and here's these income guarantees or death benefit guarantees. You pay for the guarantee, the person sells it to you, and they disappear because they've got to go find the next you to sell to. They make all their money up front, right? right? And then you're stuck in the deal for six to ten years. So you're stuck in a deal, and mathematically, you know, if you give them $100,000, they're guaranteeing that they'll give you $6,000. They're guaranteeing that income. That's not what they're guaranteeing. They're not, it's not a principal guarantee. It's an income for life starting at age, say, well, 65. Okay, and that income is 6% of 100000 Yes. So they're guaranteeing 6000 Right. Okay, that's the basic. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to get people all on the same page with this concept. Um, what have you got in annuity? Do you call the insurance company and say, I, I need this explained to me in human terms? What's your first step to determine if you keep it or don't keep it? 
Uh, well, the first one is, when did you buy it, and are there surrender charges? So you're getting your statement, and they say, here's your account value, and here's your surrender value. Um, a lot of times, if you bought one, unfortunately, you're going to have to stay in it until the surrender charges go away. Okay. And then you're free to move it. So if there's a gain in the contract, um, you can do a 1035 exchange to a no-load version and avoid paying taxes on the gain. If it's an IRA, then you can do whatever you want. You can just transfer it to another IRA or, or whatever there may be. But if there's a gain, you have to realize that. Um, let's say you took taxable dollars and you invested in an annuity, variable annuity, and you've lost money in it. Well, if you cash it out, there's a way to write off the loss is a miscellaneous itemized deduction, but there's AMT tax issues there that you have to talk to your tax advisor about. But a lot of times you just have to look at your statement, say, are there surrender charges, and when do those go away? And as soon as they go away, or maybe even a year early as they decline in value, it might be an issue of you might want to leave two years early because it's a pay-if-you-stay or a pay-if-you-go type of a scenario. Right. These are really high. But there's all sorts of no-load variable annuities that you could 1035 exchange to without you know, and then it's to- totally liquid, 100% liquid. For Where can you find these annuities that you would want to transfer into? Because my general concept is I don't like working with other human beings on financial products right. when it comes to insurance, and insur- annuities are insurance. So, therefore, I don't want to work with a human. I want to work with a company like uh, USAA. Do they do annuities? Does Yeah, I mean, the, but the only reason, in my opinion, to be in a variable annuity, a no-load variable annuity, is for a, a bond-like guarantee income for life. And okay. so... Uh, the the ones that are out there, you can go to emeritusdirect.com. Vanguard has one, okay. and those are really the ones that are, are decent. And I, in fact, you know, they're changing though because they change how they charge on the the fees. So uh, a lot of times people really can't just do it on their own. It's a, it's the most confusing financial product that's out there. Contact you, or is that not something you want people doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, if people you know have an annuity as part of their overall portfolio and they're worried about it and they think they got sold a you know basically a pile of garbage and they want some help on you know should I stay, should I go, what are the no load options out there? By all means, yeah, chat at chatburton.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I got a pair of Apple... AirPods, and I kind of liked them. They kind of look kind of dorky, but I kind of like the not having wires. And I bring this up because I think, A, I think it's a billion dollar product for them. I think the audio is pretty cool. 
it's pretty solid. But to add a little bit of color to it, I kind of like not having wires. Even so, it's a, a wearable. I know that's you're going. Do we really need to say that out loud? Do we need to make that something? I instantly lost one of them, and then I found it, which is amazing. I actually, I think I washed one, and I think I dried the other one. Now you're saying washed like in the washer? <laughs> yeah. So, but I kind of like it. And I'm one of those people who, I'm at the gym often, and I kind of like it. But still, there's kind of something dorky about it. So, I think they're going to make a lot of money for Apple. I think the technology is more impressive than the actual experience. And I think Apple will figure out how to make that more of a watch service and other services out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Let's bring in Tony Mendez from BayAreaLoanSource.com. Joining me now, Tony Mendez. BayAreaLoanSource.com. In New York, it's a legal requirement for a seller to disclose if a property under inspection is believed to be haunted by ghosts. I love that. Yeah, you, and there are some funny disclosure rules. You have to say if someone's died. Um, wasn't there something, and I could be totally making this up, wasn't there something about HIV at one point in time? Yeah, you, 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 you can tell somebody that they died in the house, but you can't tell them if they died from HIV. Okay. So if you if you say that somebody died here, you say, well, I can't tell you. You can just make the assumption and do the math. But uh, yeah, there are some interesting disclosures. But it, it is one of the uh, is one of the real reasons why I recommend using a, a realtor slash professional um, because you do have it is one of the highest um, causes of lawsuits when doing a real estate transaction is disclosure. So um, I'd highly recommend you work with a realtor. I said that wrong. Realtor. What's in New York City all about? Yeah, where's the uh, Ghostbuster theme song we should have heard? In New York, you have to disclose if your property is haunted by ghosts. I don't think I've ever seen anybody type that fast. Oh, I watched the new Ghostbusters with a lady cast. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. I was going to give it a shot. I was on the couch. It's on HBO. Yeah. It's really, really bad. To the point where they're like, oh, look, a ghost. What could stop a ghost? How about a nice, crisp 7-Up? And you're like, is that a product placement or is that just really poorly? It's, it's, it's both. Do you bet the video of this? It was kind of creepy. It was Ray Parker Jr. Ray like, Parker Jr. I was stalking, stalking a girl in her, her lingerie. Yeah. I remember as a kid, I was like, oh, Ray. I was like, I think, well, 13? What the hell would I have been when this out? Back in the good old days of MTV videos? You'd have been 18. No. <laughs> You're so wrong. No, I would. Okay, back to you. Back to real estate. Um, Twitter came out with some bad numbers. Twitter's got a lot of real estate in San Francisco. So they, they said, we need a building, we need a building. They, they go and get a building. 
And since they've come public, they've had disaster quarter after disaster quarter after disaster quarter. They've let go of people. They've let go of people. They've let go of people. They're subleasing their space. That's kind of one of those things that you should be paying attention to as a top in a market is when companies start letting go of their, their office space versus asking for more of their office space. Um, so the development seems to like it's gone really far, really, really far. Um, and it, it'll hit some, it'll hit a peak at some point and it'll need a two or three years to cool down and catch its breath. I, I don't think it, as far as like a residential, um, landlord, for example, uh, will have any issues with, you know, like a Twitter or any other company having issues keeping employees or laying off employees because right now there's a high demand of, of commercial usage in, San Francisco and pretty much anywhere in the Bay Area. Huh? Um, rents have come down a little bit, though, but uh, especially in those hot spots around those buses. Remember, we had that story where uh, wherever there was like a Google bus or a Facebook bus, uh, we had a 50% increase in rents. I think we might see a little bit of that toned down some, but uh, I, I really don't think that San Francisco is hurting in any way on, as far as rents are concerned. And valuations. Yeah. Uh, only, only in the high end, though. We're looking over one point, I think 1.8 to $2 million. I think we're seeing anything over that really kind of sitting on the market a little bit longer. Um, but when it comes to being a landlord in Salesforce. Salesforce.com has got Salesforce. the biggest building in San Francisco opening, in, I think 2017, late 2017. A lot of office space. Mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh. I get sad thinking about who you are. Anyway, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black. I'm talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Amazon stock gained today, as another analyst said, a price target above $1,000. Jack Dorsey at Twitter is brushing off calls to step down as CEO. Uh, he... Looks like a smart guy. He sounds like a smart guy. He is a smart guy, and you want him as your CEO. But the fact that he's also being the CEO at Square, some people are saying, how many hours in the day do you have? Um, last CEO at Twitter, CEO Dick Costello, stepped down, and Jack Dorsey kind of replaced him as a, here comes the hero. Uh, but there's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure going on at this point in time for Twitter to be magical. So for Dorsey to come out and say, I'll do whatever it takes to make sure that both succeed, uh, synergies, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people are starting to go, that's not a good thing. US, so, so my opinion is that he'll probably step down sometime in the next three to six months. U.S. consumer confidence exploded to the highest level since 2000. A man gets confident and a man spends a little bit of money. So consumer confidence spiked to a 16-year high in March. I'd agree with that. I feel a little, I feel pretty good about the economy and my cash flow, my checks and my money. Like, I feel, anyhow, snap surging now that the company's had a flurry of buy ratings. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220.
516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Ford's investing $1.2 billion in U.S. plants as Trump is touting jobs. Ooh. There's good news and bad news inside that story. The bad news is that the jobs that were announced were announced back in 2015. And Trump is going winning. But they were announced in 2015. Home prices rose 5.9%. To a 31-month high in January. Um, I know you're going, aren't home prices at an all-time high already? It depends on the market, market, market. Of the nation's 20 largest city, there three reached their all-time highs in January. Seattle, Portland, and Denver. And 12 cities reported greater price increases in the year. Um, housing and home prices continue on a generally positive upward trend. The actions by the Federal Reserve raising the target for the Fed funds rate by a quarter of a percentage point is expected to add less than a quarter percent to mortgage rates in the near future. So mortgages are still pretty doable. Saw a story in the USA Today that made me go, huh? Uh, tampons are out amongst younger women. And feminine hygiene is the newest consumer battlefield. And you go, huh? If you're a woman, this story makes sense to you. If you're a man, you're like, huh? But people now under 30, 35 no longer use tampons, according to the story, and other products made by consumer giant companies. Uh, They think that they're not very natural or eco-friendly. So, and they want products that are made by women for women. And now you're going, oh, I get it. Feminine hygiene is a almost $6 billion industry in the United States. Worldwide, it's a $35 billion industry. And we kind of grew up in a world where, like, okay, this is going to be that. Um, so you're saying, is he really on a story on menstrual products? I'm trying. Um, the average woman has an estimated 500 menstrual cycles in her lifetime. Very data-driven, right? So feminine hygiene products makers have an ever-replenishing customer base. You can see it. Um, it's pretty interesting. The average woman spends about 150 to $300 a year on feminine hygiene products. So Rob Black just did a segment where he talks about how much women menstruate over a 30-year period and how much women spend on a yearly basis on feminine products. And as an investor, you kind of have to get it. So whether you're looking at Boeing or Microsoft, whether you're looking at feminine hygiene, you have to take a look at it. Um, $120 million in sales tax nationally every year is generated by feminine hygiene products. So to talk about tampons out loud is not the easiest thing in the world for me, but there's actually a book called Periods Gone Public, taking a stand for menstrual equality. Is it an essential in your life? I kind of think that they are. So I'm really intrigued by the lack of innovation in the sector, in the nature of menstruation. It's kind of a below-the-belt topic. 
that no one ever talks about, but there's no innovation there, and there needs to be. Um, and the innovation that we're seeing now is just chemical-free and, and clean. So anyhow, I thought I'd throw that out there for you, just because I'm the greatest guy ever on radio. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Let's bring in... Oh, wait, wait, wait. And before we bring in, let's announce 800-516-1220. We have tickets for free. Four games for next Tuesday, San Jose Barracuda versus the Manitoba Moose. The Manitoba Moose? I know that's more of a donkey sound than a moose sound. But uh, four tickets, Saturday. Oh, it's a Saturday night game at 7 p.m. April 1st. Barracuda versus Manitoba Moose. You can... Win free tickets by calling 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Right here, right now. And you can find out more about the Barracuda at sjbarracuda.com. That's sjbarracuda.com. Uh, let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. And while we're lining up a winner-winner chicken dinner for those tickets next Saturday, April 1st at 7 p.m. against the Manitoba Moose. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton with New Focus Financial. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. Chad, it's been a period of time where we've had a bad economy for what feels ever. We've had a credit implosion in the United States. We've had a housing bust. We've had a tech bust. We've had Europe slow down and Europe maybe fall apart, the European Union. Um, it's all created lower interest rates around the world because as we panic, we put cash into safety, i.e. bonds and government debt, and that's pushed the yields incredibly low. One and a half, one point six, two percent 2%. That's pushed mortgage rates low and borrowing costs lower for corporations. So that's what... The, that's what Central banks are trying to do. They're trying to make money cheaper. And whether or not that's going to be good in the long term, it's yet to be seen. Because right now we're in a kind of a world rush to devalue currencies so that they can kind of reflate out of the situation and, and get their economies growing again. So everybody's kind of, you know, we went for many years on a dollar downtrend, and lately the dollar's been up. Um, but what better time to take your higher currency and start taking advantage of overseas opportunities slowly over time as, as things start to improve overseas. With that said, it's on one hand, it's bad because the yield is so low, but on the other hand, it's a safety issue. On the other hand, it's also going to encourage a lot of growth down the road. As an investor who's 60, you hate low interest rates. As an investor who's 20 or 30, you got to love those low rates. Yeah, and especially what you also have to look at is the general earnings yield on S&P 500 stocks versus the 10-year treasury yep. and what that spread is. Because typically, the higher the spread, the higher P-E ratio could be warranted about that. But it makes the bond side of the portfolio for retired people even more confusing because the interest rate or the, the, the income out of those portfolios have, have dropped. The prices are at all-time highs. There will be a period of time where interest rates will reverse. Inflation will tick up because of everybody printing money where you might end up having to have extra cash, higher dividend-paying stocks, and even short the, the mid-to-long-term treasuries. There will be a time when that happens. What's fascinating about what you're saying right now, and this is fascinating to me and not to everyone, but I remember 12, 13 years ago on radio and television saying, anytime the 10-year treasury is over 4, 5, 6%, you buy bonds. Anytime it's under 4, 3%, you definitely buy stocks. Yeah. That seems antiquated. You got to watch the bond market. It's smarter than the stock market. A, a sovereign country's bonds will tell you when there's a crisis sooner than their stock market will. Absolutely. But 
you can't use that. I mean, that was written in stone. Yeah. You know, 6% on 10-year you buy bonds. You don't think stocks because that's a great safe return. Mm-hmm. Anything under 4% you buy stocks because you got to take that risk because any you can't the safety of 3% yields on a 10-year treasury isn't going to keep up with inflation. Yeah. So you know, if we if we look at any kind of a growth situation, stocks could be underpriced, but what you have to look at then is not only the earnings yield versus the 10-year treasury, but margins in companies because commodity prices have come down productivity is way up so margins have expanded to an all-time high versus gdp and if if commodity prices go up as a result of a falling dollar that could that could kind of squeeze margins so you have to really look at interest rates and margins right now but until something changes equities look attractive i saw that at one point in time in 2012 john deere borrowed money at a record low cost corporate america's flush with cash Mm mm-hmm down the road, when they feel better about employment numbers or new hirings, they're going to have to build some new buildings. Um, this is a great time for the U.S. government to be borrowing money because we're borrowing at low cost. So there are some – and for me, i got to refi on my mortgage, save right. an extra 600 bucks a month. That's going to be future economic spending, and thank God for it because otherwise I would feel really – I'd feel a little bit more gr- gr- uh, grim, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, if with all of this debt that's been refinanced over the longer period of time and with Operation Twist buying longer-term bonds – we could be setting up for a, a good decade of, of nice growth if our Congress keeps spending level, if. But if they continue to spend more and more money yeah. during this time, then we've got issues. Spinning your way out of a recession works sometimes. Spinning your way out of a recession doesn't work every time. you got to stimulate out of a recession. Uh, you don't want to spend out of a recession. Number one thing I would like to see Congress do is uh, make it easier for small businesses to hire, make it easier for small businesses to make money. It, they can do that with certainty on what what our tax bracket's going to be and what our health care costs are going to be. Isn't it crazy we live in a kind of a fluctuating tax bracket world? Over the last decade, yeah. I mean, look at all the changes in tax code between the, the you know two presidents that we've had. And, you know, you see times where capital gains were cut during a Democratic president and the market rallied. Yeah. But yet... You continue to talk about higher taxes when the economy is failing? That's it's ridiculous. With that said, that's CFP Chad Burton. CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Congratulations to the winner of the San Jose Barracuda tickets. We have more tickets to give away tomorrow and the next day. Uh, these are great family-friendly events. You can always hear the San Jose Barracuda live here on KDOW.biz. We are the station that promotes and loves the SJ Barracuda. Home prices rose to the highest level in over two years. That's kind of a big story, right? Um, it is, and it kind of isn't, in my opinion. Manhattan landlords are offering massive giveaways to their retail clients. Um, <clears throat> retail occupancy is a problem. Stores going dark is a problem. So how does a city like New York City keep retail relevant and they're giving big price cuts now? That is probably a bad sign for future appreciation. I'm Rob Black talking money investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com.
online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So I dated a woman who once said, do you realize that women spend more on dry cleaning than men? I'm like, no way. No way. That can't be possible. Oh my God, no way. What's interesting to note about that is, I'm kind of trying to say, sometimes we're not even aware of financial issues. I dated her not that long ago, but long enough ago that, like, I can say, like, whoa, I should have known that women spend more on the same exact thing, a blouse, than a man does on a dress shirt. And we can sit there and say, well, it's a blouse, but you can sit there and say, that doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm not sure if this is hitting you, but you should kind of come to some realizations in your life like uh, whoa so women live longer than men and that means they need to save more money than men their social security if they take time off to raise a kid needs to last longer and be better than what the men need so there's a bit of an issue here right I'm not sure if you're following me or not but uh it's something we need to look at, and we need to look at it soon, and we need to know about it, and a lot of people just brushed off. Home prices rose to the highest level in over two years. Um, again, a lot of people assume that everything's at an all-time high, but it's not. Right now, what's at an all-time high is, again, Seattle, Portland, Denver. I jokingly say on a regular basis that D- Denver stands for Menver. Um, if you're a young woman, you move to Denver if you're looking for a quote-unquote husband. Apple just made a huge historic and risky change to all their iPhones. They released a big new update for iPhones and iPads with a lot of new f- features like Find My AirPods and Siri improvements. But most people won't even notice. Apple also changed a big part of the way every iPhone and iPad works, its file system. Where does the computer store data and knows how to find it? The White House is thinking about cutting $18 billion worth of social programs that will cut into medical research, infrastructure, community development grants. If they're going to spend money, they're going to have to kind of find it and replace it. Tesla's now taking orders for their solar roof tiles, which I think look pretty cool. And I don't understand, like, why it's not a no-brainer that all houses have solar installed, all new houses from now on. Ford's going to announce a major Michigan investment. So into three Michigan factories. It's only going to create about 150, 160 jobs. Um, so it's, they're going to revive the Ford Bronco, sport utility vehicle. I think OJ's getting out of prison soon. He might be a good spokesperson for the Ford Bronco. Uh, yesterday, shares of Snap surged on a lot of investment banks coming out and saying, we think it's a buy. Oddly enough, these are all companies have done business with Snap, and that makes it a little bit weird. App, uh, not Apple, but Facebook just released three new upgrades, and what's interesting is they've blatantly, blatantly ripped off uh, Snap. 
So, oh, um, snap. So Facebook camera effects equals Snapchat filters. Facebook direct equals Snapchat chat snaps. And Facebook stories equals Snapchat stories. You're like, did they really? Was it that blatant? Uh-huh. 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 Consumer confidence has exploded to the highest level since 2000. 16-year high. If you're feeling confident, you're going to go, hey, Braber, let's make love. Hey, Braber, let's go on vacation. Hey, Braber, let's, let's buy you a new car. Uh, if you're feeling confident. Anyway, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Um, again, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, so Snap, by the way, is trading down on that news, by the way, uh, as far as Facebook copying their features. Yesterday, investment bankers loved the stock, and today it's trading down slightly something different, right? Uh, today, we're getting a bit of an energy conference out there. Um, conferences are a great place for companies to announce deals. Conferences are a great place for CEOs to go and eat a steak dinner and say, let's make a deal. Um, today at 2 o'clock Pacific time, President Trump is going to sign an order to roll back climate and carbon regulations. That equals higher energy prices in the next few years. Should I sign it? I don't know, dude. Sign whatever you want to sign. I'm not going to tell you what to sign. Um, in retirement, you want to make your money last as long as you can. And one of the best ways to do that sometimes is to delay your retirement. It's kind of a goofy thought, right? The S&P, the S&P Core Case, uh, Core Logic Case Schiller Index. Good God, that's a mouthful, right? So, uh, basically, it's telling us that housing and home prices continue on a generally positive upward trend. The Federal Reserve raising interest rates uh, by raising the target of the Fed fund rates kind of plays hand-in-hand with the housing market. Uh, it means things become less affordable. I think the accelerated real estate prices should slow as interest rates move a little higher. 800-516-1220, get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. So Manhattan uh, real estate agents, not real estate agents, but uh, landlords, they're doing everything they can to keep retailers doing retail and from you know getting new listings in retail. A lot of tenant improvement. When I do tenant improvement on my rental, it costs me money. But I'm able to keep people in the business. Little Peter Gabriel. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Come on.